Hey, Doc Danny here, and I just want to say thank you so much for listening to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. I know there's plenty of other things that you could be consuming or listening to right now, so I want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you listen on a regular basis, I really appreciate that as well. Look, the times have uh, changed a little bit. Everyone is trying to scramble to figure out how they can move their clinical skill set online. And this is something that we've done for years. And we've been sharing this with countless practitioners by jumping on calls with them and trying to help them strategize on what they can do and how they can transition their clinical skill set online, which is very, very possible. So if you are in that boat where you're not seeing people in person the way that you were before or not at all, and you're trying to figure out how to utilize digital visits, uh, programming remotely, and figure all that out, let's jump on a call. 45-minute call. It's totally free. Head to physicaltherapybiz.com forward slash call, and we can help game plan how you can move your clinic online as well. So here's the question. How do physical therapists like us, who don't want to see 30 patients a day, who don't want to work home health, and have real student loans create a career and life for ourselves that we've always dreamed about? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Danny Matei, and welcome to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. What's going on, guys? Doc Danny here with the PT Entrepreneur Podcast, and today we're talking about why you need to get on the phone with people. So I'm not sure if this is just like a generational thing or or what, but um, I feel old when I say this, but I remember when I had to like call people, you know, like on a landline and you had to like wait for a certain time if somebody was supposed to call you. Uh, and I remember when I got my first cell phone and how much of a game changer it was. And I could like call people whenever I wanted to, and they could call me and I was in college at the time. And I was like, damn, this is way better than hoping, you know, somebody's in their dorm room that I'm trying to get in touch with. And you know what, what I was thinking about today is I was talking to somebody and doing a, a short consulting call was the fact that, you know, that this guy is basically trying to, you know, test a new offer, right? He's like, test a new offer. I want to, I'm going to email this to some people and see what they say, you know, uh, I'm going to message some people and see what they say. And I was like, dude, why don't you just like call some people or get some people on the phone and have a conversation with them and then test the offer, you know, see, see how that goes. And I'm not sure, you know, for him, why he didn't do it, but he was just like, yeah, it's a good point. I don't know why I'm not doing that. And and part of it, I think, is because most people are kind of scared to get on the phone with somebody. There's there's two places that I see a lot of anxiety occur uh, with, or I guess three places. One's more of lead generation. Uh, workshops lead to a lot of anxiety for people. Uh, seeing them in person and doing a, doing a visit and talking about what the cost is causes people a lot of anxiety. And then getting on the phone with people and Having a conversation that leads to a potential sale gives people a lot of anxiety as well. So, you know, hiding behind these messages and these emails and these things that don't directly put you in a place where you can get turned down, I think is where most people want to spend most of their time, right? Like they want to send... They want to send it out to their email list. They want to, you know, automate something. They want to message it. They, They want to put a poll out on Instagram, all these things. But in actuality, what will tell you more likely than anything else, if your offer is good or not, is if somebody's willing to pay for it. And it's very hard to sell online if you really think about it in terms of over the phone or in person. So if you know you have an ebook online, it's 20 bucks, whatever, on your website. How many people probably look at that and don't buy it? Versus 
if you talk to somebody and you explain to them the benefits of that and how it helps solve their problem, and it's 20 bucks, you probably sell it way easier. And it really wouldn't be worth your time to get on the phone with somebody, sell some for 20 bucks. But what I'm getting at is it's easier to establish and communicate value. It's easier to establish and communicate how you're going to, going to solve someone's problem that then makes them realize that it's a worthy investment or use of their money to do so and go forward with that. And in, in the context that we were talking about, some of it was just packages, right? It was, it was testing different offers out for different packages to solve different problems for different niches. And, you know, I told him like recently, I, I, I jumped on the phone with some people here locally just to test a couple offers that we're, um, you know, working on that are new in, uh, in our practice. And I mean, I tested a couple different price points. I tested a couple ways that I positioned it. Um, and, and as soon as I found something that was like, oh, wow, that, that worked, they were really interested in that then that's what I kept. And then I kind of used that the next time. And then I started testing uh, price ceilings of when do I start getting objections and pushback and stuff like that uh, from from what the packages that we're putting together. So that's that's great, useful information. That's incredibly useful. And you start to develop this framework of how you're going to position this, how you're going to handle objections, what kind you're going to get, you know, because they might blindside you a little bit at the beginning. Uh, and then, oh man, I didn't think about that with my program. I need to make sure I add that in. And they'll kind of tell you what they want as well. Uh, so as you're looking to package something up and create something, especially for those of you that are looking at virtual services, you know, more on the virtual side, because you're, you know, you're, your state is maybe still such uh, shut down and uh, your in-person volume just isn't so great, or you want to focus more on digital, whatever it might be. That's the perfect way to start to get people on the phone and test offers to see what's really working and what's not working. So for those of you that are hesitant, with that, you got to get over it. You got to get over that. You know, like you can sit behind a, a, a payment wall or a, and a Facebook ad. I think this is one of the reasons why I see a lot of young clinicians too that don't want to actually get in person with anybody face to face in a service based business. They're just like, oh well, I can just do this remote thing. Like, I can uh, I can do a podcast and I can talk to somebody on a Zoom call. True, right? You totally can. But man, if you're in person with that 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 individual, the connection is very different. You know, like we we know that um, from a time standpoint, maybe that's worth it. You know, Facebook ad, let me just put this Facebook ad, I'll get in front of all these people. Great. Like, I think those are awesome. We use them in our business, but the power of that versus the power of you standing in front of 12 people and talking to them about a topic that interests them, showing them that you're a subject matter expert, what's going to lead to somebody coming in and being, you know, a client easier, uh, and on a more, uh, you know, more likely, uh, case scenario, I should say, it's going to be that person that you have that in-person connection with, that person you talk to on the phone, that person that you actually had a, a, have a relationship with at this point versus that person on the email list that you got that lead that downloaded your ebook. Cool. Try to get them on the phone. Talk to them. <laughs> like, talk to them. See if you can help solve their problems. See if you can help point them in the right direction, whatever. But you're going to gain a lot of valuable sales information about your offer and whether it's worth a damn before you go build a bunch of stuff. Many of us have had more time on our hands. If you've been building stuff, you're like, I'm building infrastructure. I'm building this program. I'm building this course. Well, has anybody bought it yet? Because if they haven't, how do you know they're going to buy it? Because if, if they don't buy it, don't make it. It's going to be a huge waste of your time. Like you don't want to do that. It, it's, it, you're basically doing it backwards. Talk to people, formulate an idea of what you think you're going to provide, pitch it. If it burns, change it up, talk to somebody again, do it again, get some reps like that until it starts to feel really natural. Your offer starts to sound really, really good. And then you can go ahead and you can add ads in, into that 
to drive you know, lead generation to an offer you know is going to convert. And then you can be really clear about how much you can spend on marketing in order to make sure that you're getting a good return on investment on the back end with the offer you've already validated. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, don't be scared to jump on the phone. Don't be scared to get in person with with uh, with folks. I mean, obviously a little different right now with what's going on, but uh, but in particular the phone. You know, jump on the phone with people. Jump on a Zoom call and give them your time. And in in return, you know, listen to them. See if you can solve their problem. If you can, pitch it, position it. What's the worst thing they can say? No. Well, that's all right because then you just learn from it. You get better. You get used to that. It starts to not be as scary. And then you go on to the next one and you're better off for it. Just remember, it's a learning process. You're not going to be great to begin with. And if you have some anxiety with that, it's not going to get any better if you don't get on the phone. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, we are closing in on 200 views on iTunes. That's crazy. Most podcasts hardly get to 100 views, let alone 200. And this is such a niche-specific PT business podcast. That's wild. So let's try to rally the troops and get to 200 reviews for this podcast. The first thing you need to do is you got to sub- subscribe to this sucker, whether it's on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to on, so you know when new episodes are coming out. The next thing, make sure that you leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them. It means a lot to me. Next thing, guys, take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me in it. That's at Danny Matei PT. If you do this, I will repost it. So you'll get a bump. I'll get a bump. We'll share this information with a lot more people because that's the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of a lot more people. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I will repost it. So here we go. Let's try to get to 200 reviews for the podcast. Thanks for listening.